Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. You're teaching us about reward this week, Colin, and uh, you're saying that in heaven we will each be rewarded according to what we have done. Now, you also said at the end of the programme that persecution, opposition and difficulties are going to be ours, but Jesus said, Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. I have to say, it makes you wonder what heaven's going to be like. Well, it's not going to be boring. It's going to be exciting because we're we're going to know the Lord as fully as it's possible to know him. Um, But... None of us can know what it's going to be like to be in heaven. Uh, I mean, we've got the book of Revelation, but, you know, John is struggling to be able to describe in language the things that he sees. But even the book of Revelation doesn't give us any real insight into what it's like to be in heaven. It's talking about the final conflicts that will exist before the new heaven and the new earth is established. Um, We've got a, a few little indicators here and along the way, but it's very difficult for us to understand exactly what that is going to mean, what we are really going to experience. But I think we need to to look now at the ministry of Jesus and see how reward operated in his ministry. Now, I said yesterday that obedience to the Lord brings its reward. Yes, I'm I'm going to keep repeating this week because I don't want there to be any misunderstanding about this. Salvation is God's gift to us. Salvation does not depend upon what we have done, but upon what Jesus Christ has done for us. However, Jesus makes it very clear that when he comes again, there is going to be the judging of the living and the dead, and at the judgment, each person is going to be rewarded according to what he has done. So salvation is according to what Jesus has done. Our reward in heaven is according to what we have done. Now, um, we'll talk later in the week about the judgment and, and how Jesus makes it clear that there is going to be a division between the people that have obeyed what he's wanted and those who have not. But before that, we're going to look, first of all, at reward in the ministry of Jesus. How did this actually work? Very interesting to see this. We're going to begin with um, the healing of the Roman centurion's servant. Now, Jesus made some very interesting comments First of all, he was amazed by the reaction of the Roman centurion. Now, Jesus as the Son of God, it must have taken a great deal to make him amazed. I mean, Jesus was doing amazing things, but for Jesus himself to be amazed, something very unusual must have been happening. Uh, Secondly, Uh, Jesus makes it very clear that 
this Roman centurion manifested, exhibited a faith that was greater than anything that he found in Israel, which means that it was a faith greater than was seen even in his own disciples. Now, what actually happened? Well, the Roman centurion came to Jesus and he said that my servant lies at home paralyzed and in terrible suffering. So we read in Matthew 8, verse 7, Jesus said to him, I will go and heal him. The centurion replied, Lord, I do not deserve you to have you come under my roof, but just say the word and my servant will be healed. For I myself am a man under authority with soldiers under me. I will tell this one, go, and he goes, and that one, come, and he comes. I say to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard this, he was astonished and said to those following him, I tell you the truth, I have not found anyone in Israel with such great faith. Now, what is actually happening here? Well, we can see that just as obedience to the will of God brings reward, obedience to the word of God, therefore, brings reward, so faith brings reward. And Jesus often said to people, didn't he, according to your faith, let it be done to you. Uh, as you believe, so let it be. Your faith has made you well. So faith brings reward. But then what we see in Scripture is that faith and obedience go together, that Paul actually talks about the obedience of faith in Romans 1 verse 5. But there's something else happening here with this Roman centurion, because the first thing that he says to Jesus is, uh, after he's asked for his servant to be healed, and Jesus said, well, I'll, I'll, I'll come and heal him. The servant says, Lord, I do not deserve to have you come under my roof. Now, what's the significance of that? We'd say, well, that's a, a, a word of humility. But you see, what he is doing is honoring Jesus. He, there is such honor in that. I, I am not worthy of such an honor as to have you come to my house. And then there's the faith, just speak the word only and my servant will be healed. And so uh, we see that just as obedience and faith belong together, so faith and honor belong together. Very interesting. Because what you see in the Gospels is that wherever Jesus was honored, as he was by the crowds of people that came, they received miracles. People were healed, raised from the dead. The multitudes were fed. There was such honor for Jesus. What happened when he went back to his hometown of Nazareth? They did not honor him. They, they couldn't get their heads around the fact that this was the one who had grown up among them. We know his mother. We know his brothers. His sisters were with us. What suddenly happened to this man? And 
they didn't honor him, so there was no reward. That, the scripture says, Jesus could not do many works there, and he marveled because of their unbelief. You see, if there isn't honor, there won't be faith. Where there is honor, there will be faith. Where there is faith, there will be honor. The two go together. All Jesus could do there was to heal a few sick people, the scripture says. So presumably there were just a few people that honored him and believed in him. So they received the reward of their faith, the reward for honoring Jesus, and they got healed. Now the Pharisees and the teachers of the law who persistently dishonored Jesus, they reviled him, they persecuted him, they accused him falsely of all kinds of things, they received nothing. Why? Because there was no honor, there was no faith, and there was no obedience to what Jesus was saying. So they received nothing. There was no reward now. Neither was there any eternal reward because of the way in which they had rejected Jesus. So it's, it's a question of recognizing that the way in which we treat Jesus is going to have dynamic consequences both now and eternally. There was another Gentile woman who came to Jesus because her daughter, her 12-year-old daughter, was possessed by a demon. And she sought Jesus out in Tyre, found out where he was staying. Jesus had actually re retreated there because he was trying to get away from the crowds for a little while. But she found out where she was and she came and the scripture says she pleaded with him to come and heal her daughter. And Jesus said a most extraordinary thing to her. He said, it is not right to take the children's food and feed it to the dogs. Now, I don't know about you, but that actually caused me a problem for a long time because you can't get away from the fact that Jesus is calling this woman a dog. And in the New Testament, dogs are those that are outside the kingdom. So he was really, it would seem, adopting a typical sort of Jewish attitude towards the Gentiles. Well, you're just a Gentile dog. Now, what did the woman do? Did she take offense? Was she angry? Did she hit back at Jesus? No, she agreed with him. She said, yes, Lord. Yes, you're right. That's all I am, a Gentile dog. But then she said, but even the dogs can eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. And Jesus said to her, for that reply, you can go your way. Your daughter is now healed. And her daughter was healed at that precise moment. Now, what was so great about that reply? Why did Jesus call her a dog? Because he was testing her. Was she going to honor him or not? And instead of taking offense, instead of hitting back, instead of getting angry, she honored Jesus. She honored what he said. She agreed with what he said. And because Jesus could see the honor in that woman, he said to her, for that reply, you can go your way. She got her reward. 
You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 